Hello, you guys, and welcome to episode two of season three. I am actually coming to you today while on the elliptical because I'm struggling today to get any kind of cohesive good stuff written. So I wanted to just take you on the journey with me. So I know last week I talked about compassion and empathy, which does apply to how much compassion and empathy we give ourselves when we are stuck and we're writing and we just know that what's coming out is total and utter shit. So this is where I say, have a sense of humor, laugh at yourself, and if all else fails, just start talking like your characters because sometimes we need to remove our voice and assign voices to our characters, albeit however nuts it makes you look. (laughs) So let's just say you're writing a story about a kid and a cat, right? You can try to talk in your own voice and be like, well, little Johnny came up and saw the cat and said, hi, kitty. Or you could at least try your very best to get your own head in the game and say, little Johnny went up to the cat and said, hello, kitty, what are you doing? Can I pet you? Right? And then, yeah, sure, it sounds crazy. But maybe, just maybe, if we're lucky enough, that little weird-ass voice I just did starts making me think about little Johnny and start seeing him as an actual live person instead of a name on paper that I'm assigning characteristics to. That is also true of, say, I don't know, let's see what kind of stupid voices I can do. Let's just say you got like a, a brutal New Yorker, right? So you've got, and you're talking to, I don't know, what's a good, Brando, right? Brando's, you know, he's kind of a, kind of a dick from New York. But he's like a likable dick, but he talks a little bit, you know, a little rough. He's a little rough around the edges. So when you meet this Brando fella, I feel like we kind of got to give him some actual characteristics that we totally and understandably relate to. So would Brando, Brando wouldn't talk all refined. Fuck that. He'd be talking all rough. He's a little edgy. You know, he's got some, some quirks, maybe. Maybe he does the finger count on his hands because he's got deep anxiety. You know, maybe he's got a little twitch that comes on when he gets nervous, even though he's trying to act all cool. Maybe he chews gum incessantly, and that's all you hear every time he's talking. Maybe he drinks way too much coffee, and then he just talks really, really fast, and you can't really understand him, and he's almost like that character that Brad Pitt pays in Snatch. Well, all you get is periwinkle blue when he speaks. Point is... Sometimes we got to go that extra step and kind of submit to the crazy that is in our brain. So as writers, I would hate to say that we're just so level-headed and, and well, yeah, most of us are, right? We write so that we can maintain that level-headedness in actual life. But when we're stuck, like I am stuck today, I'm working on the pilot and got some notes back and, you know, I just trying to remove other people's voices and even the voice I think I'm supposed to be writing in and try to see it from a totally different perspective. And so in doing that, I have to show my characters compassion and empathy. I have to care about them because if a note comes back and says, 
hey, this makes me think about that. Well, that's not at all what I was intending actually in the outline, but if it was read that way, I have to pay attention to that. So I want to make sure that a character that is entirely sympathetic is in no way unlikable. There will be moments, obviously, where the main character is unlikable because we're all unlikable at some point. You may, after hearing this, find me and my crazy voice is unlikable, and that's totally okay. But all I can tell you is, A, I took a step out and away from the computer because I was jamming to dirty hip-hop, some dirty rap, and I realized, like, I just was struggling. Changed the music, still struggling. Tried to go for a walk, still struggling. So I had to remove myself completely and did some yoga, so my mindfulness was all set up, and now I'm doing some cardio because I probably have some self-doubt that's just about ready to spill out. So I'm trying to keep that shit in check, and this is why I'm exercising. So sometimes, as writers, rather than feel that reluctance to continue writing, maybe all we need is just to change our scene, change our focus, take a step back, and maybe even reread your story out loud in different voices. I did do that, and I have... I I realized I just needed to kind of think about those voices and how they actually sound and feel because even if that's not what the actual actor ends up doing, as I write it, I can distinguish one character from another. That way there's no, um, you know, there's distinguishing characteristics and factors to each individual character, right? Because they're real people. At least when we write them, they're real. So I think today, all I really wanted to talk about was be kind to yourself and, um, you know, remember that sometimes as writers, we don't have those great, perfect, wonderful days where it just all flows magically. And, well, I think I would say I'm lucky for the most part that I don't have these days too often. Man, when they come, they come like a friggin' freight train and it just weighs down on me and my frustration, frustration, sorry, my frustration levels hit like an all-time high I start to question myself and what am I missing, all that stuff. And while I don't allow myself to go circle the drain where I tell myself I'm not good or I don't have talent or whatever, you have to stop yourself from getting to that point. You just have to realize that what you need is just a a step back for a minute, reassess. So I got notes back two days ago or three days ago, two days ago, and I had to take a whole day just to kind of sit on those notes because there was a lot of them and I needed to try to understand what was opinion versus what was necessary. And you do have to do that even when you're working for a studio because everybody's voice matters. But at the end of the day, it's you doing the writing. And so you have to make sure that you find a way not to lose your own voice in the sea of that. So that's kind of why I took, I took a day off, went out, saw people, saw some wonderfully beautiful creative human beings and it just fed my soul (laughs) and today I was like I'm gonna hit the ground running I got this down right like I'm gonna write some epic rewrite well I got through the first teaser and I was like oh I have to change so much just to make it a specific way and make sure that I refocus a little bit anyways my point is I'm struggling so just like the rest of you Um, whoever listens, again, 
could be one person. It could be 10,000 people. Who knows? Maybe one day so many people listen to this and it will help. But I guess my lesson is that's it. I just want you to sometimes you got to kind of completely abandon (laughs) total and utter uh, togetherness. And sometimes you just got to allow your mind to lose its shit just a little bit enough to use voices on your characters. If you're stuck, try to hear what they sound like. Are they ridiculous? Are they funny? Are they serious? Are they, are they, you know, self-deprecating? Are they pathetic? Are they sad? Are they pitiful? Whatever it is, you have to care about them. Because if you don't care about them, unfortunately, neither will the readers or the actors or a network, right? And ultimately, that's who we need to care about. So we need them to care about the characters that we've created so that not only do they continue to fund our projects, but that audiences care deeply, which influences, of course, the network and the network exists and all that stuff. So I guess that's going to be a short one today. But that's all I wanted to tell you is sometimes you do have crappy days where writing just doesn't come as easily. As long as you write something, then be proud of yourself because it's still an accomplishment, even if it's not that perfect scene. Because I promise you, tomorrow I'm going to wake up. I'm going to go do some stuff. And then I'm going to get back to the way I used to do things when I get stuck like this is I'm going to go find myself a crowded afternoon bar where there's not very many people there and it's a strange quiet but then you start watching people kind of filter through and you can study people and listen to their conversations and watch their gestures and it will kickstart something and then the writing will begin again so I just wanted to tell you that be patient with yourself and know that we all have super crappy writing days sometimes so anyways this is episode two of season three of Drinking in the Pen, which I did not announce in the beginning, but that's okay. This is Drinking in the Pen. Um, I might be drinking in more than that later, but, you know, here we go. I hope that you've enjoyed this one. I hope it's been somewhat entertaining. You got to see a little bit more of my uh, not-so-restrained personality. Um, and I hope it helps. I really, really do. So go find yourself some dirty rap. Do a little dance out. I don't know, do some Doja Cat little Lizzo, whatever, whatever you got to do. But you need to find yourself some some uh, really good, strangely uh, seductive music and just dance. Go dance, even if it's for five minutes. Get it out and then get back to it, okay? So I will talk to you guys next week. Next week, I will actually be talking about the kind of progress I made this week. And hopefully I have so much to report. And if I don't, be on the lookout for yet another candid probably strange um, episode. All right, you guys, that's it. I am Don Garcia, the host and creator of Drinking in the Pen. And yeah, I don't know. Find your inner Kafka, I guess. All right. Bye, you guys.